Hello, and welcome to Methods, an online experiment in guided prayer and meditation brought to you by The Restoration Project. Each episode will focus on a different prayer practice or method, but we hope to provide you with opportunities to praise, to wonder, to give thanks and confess, and to contemplate the depths of God's goodness and mercy and mystery. To aid in this process, we invite you to silence your notifications and to find a comfortable place to sit and reflect on God's presence. Episode 1 Consider these words as they are read aloud. The Eternal Father, who loved us and set us free from our sins, who loves us still with that love that will not let us go, and who will love us forever, calls us to worship Him today as the only true lover of our souls. The Lord stoops to receive the love of our poor hearts. He calls us to remember the depth of His love for us in Christ. God seeks our love. Take a moment to reflect on the width and length and height and depth of the love of God. We should truly be thankful for the love of God, which has been displayed for us most gloriously in Christ. In this prayer of thanksgiving, I will provide prompts to help us express our gratitude for this and other aspects of God's provision. Each prompt will be followed by a time for silent meditation and prayer. Accept, O Lord, our thanks and praise for all that you have done for us. We thank you for the splendor of the whole creation, for the beauty of this world, for the wonder of life, and for the mystery of love.
thank you for the blessing of family and friends and for the loving care which surrounds us on every side. We thank you for setting us at tasks which demand our best efforts and for leading us to accomplishments which satisfy and delight us. also for those disappointments and failures that lead us to acknowledge our dependence on you alone. overcame temptation, for his dying, through which he overcame death, and for his rising to life again, in which we are raised to the life of your kingdom.
Grant us the gift of your Spirit, that we may know Christ and make him known, and through him, at all times and in all places, may give thanks to you in all things. focus method we will engage in this experiment involves our imagination, namely, that we may enter into a narrative or story, a biblical text or a prayer, in order to make it our own. The following reading is a modern-day parable, written by the philosopher and theologian Peter Rollins. As I read it aloud, try to envision the setting, the characters, and the event described. Take note of your feelings, your emotions, your reaction. The parable is entitled, The Last Supper. It is evening, and you are gathered together with the other disciples in a small room for Passover. All the time you are watching Jesus while he sits quietly in the shadows, listening to the idle chatter, watching over those who sit around him, and, from time to time, telling stories about the kingdom of God. As night descends, a meal of bread and wine is brought into the room. It is only at this moment that Jesus sits forward so that the shadows no longer cover his face. He quietly brings the conversation to an end by capturing each one of them with his intense gaze. Then he begins to speak. My friends, take this bread for it is my very body broken for you. Every eye is fixed on the bread that is laid on the table. While these words seem obscure and unintelligible, everyone picks up on their gravity. Then Jesus carefully pours wine into the cup of each disciple until it overflows onto the table. Take this wine and drink of it, for it is my very blood shed for you. With these words, an ominous shadow seems to descend upon the room, a chilling darkness that makes everyone shudder uneasily. Jesus continues, As you do this, remember me. Most of the gathered disciples begin to slowly eat the bread and drink the wine, lost in their thoughts. You, however, cannot bring yourself to lift your hand at all, for his words have cut into your soul like a knife. Jesus does not fail to notice your hesitation and approaches, lifting your head with his hand so that your eyes are level with his. Your eyes meet for only a moment, but before you are able to turn away, you are caught up in a terrifying revelation. At that instant, you experience the loneliness, the pain and sorrow that Jesus is carrying. You see nails being driven through skin and bone. You hear the crowds jeering and the cries of pain as iron cuts against flesh. At that moment, 
you see the sweat that flows from Jesus like blood and experience the suffocation, madness, and pain that will soon envelop him. More than all of this, however, you feel a trace of the separation he will soon feel in his own being. In that little room, which occupies no significant space in the universe, you have caught a glimpse of a divine vision that should never have been disclosed. Yet it is indelibly etched into the eyes of Christ for anyone brave enough to look. You turn to leave, to run from that place. You long for death to wrap around you, but Jesus grips you with his gaze and smiles compassionately. Then he holds you tight in his arms like no one has held you before. He understands that the weight you now carry is so great that it would have been better had you not ever been born. After a few moments, he releases his embrace and lifts the wine that sits before you, whispering, Take this wine, my dear friend, and drink it up, for it is my very blood and it is shed for you. All this makes you feel painfully uncomfortable, and so you shift in your chair and fumble in your pocket, all the time distracted by the silver that weighs heavily in your pouch. This dramatic retelling of the Last Supper, told from the perspective of Judas, forces us to consider ways that we too have failed Jesus, the times that we have rejected and betrayed our Savior. In the next few moments, I invite you to engage in a moment of confession. To prepare our hearts, hear these words. Gracious God, our sins are too heavy to carry, too real to hide, and too deep to undo. Forgive what our lips tremble to name, what our hearts can no longer bear, and what has become for us a consuming fire of judgment. Set us free from a past that we cannot change. Open to us a future in which we can be changed. Take a moment to confess your known sins.
take a moment to listen and allow the Spirit to move and guide and convict us of sins that we have yet to acknowledge. for wisdom and strength to move toward reconciliation, if possible, in these areas that have just come to light.
will become our custom, we will end our time of prayer and meditation with a profession of faith known as the Apostles' Creed. May this declaration serve to reorient our lives and empower us with the knowledge that we stand together in the blessed and unified community of the saints. We believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. participating in this episode of Methods. Prayers and readings included selections from the Worship Sourcebook and Peter Rollins' wonderfully imaginative work, The Orthodox Heretic and Other Impossible Tales.